0: I have been eyeing the collection of beach bags from Macy's and I can't wait for you to see what I choose. Shop at Macy's dot com slash own your style. Puerto Rican chefs and restaurants put their passion into every bite. Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.
2: When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today.
0: My guest today is Eliza Schlesinger, comedian and writer. You've probably seen Eliza's hilarious stand-up specials on Netflix or her movie Good on Paper that came out last year. my fiance Paul happened to produce so I was really excited to have a conversation with Eliza and see what she's like off stage today we talk about comedy in the era of cancel culture the ups and downs of being a comedian and so much more enjoy um did I meet you in a comedy club ever or no no and you starred in good on paper which did really well on Netflix
3: Yeah. I wrote it It all came from a general meeting with Paul in Boston several years ago. And you know, you don't get very many yeses, like concrete yeses in this business. And even when he gave me yes, I was like, okay. And then lo and behold, we made it
0: happen. It's amazing. I know. And he's a real estate developer by trade, but only he's produced 12 movies as a side hustle, which is funny. And he's doing more now. So does it
3: count as a side hustle if you've done 12? Like is I, it on the side?
0: I, I I mean I am a beauty influencer on the side now at a million, I've seen, you know, so. and it it's really on the side. Like I have another whole business that's not that because I don't wear makeup as you can see at this time. Um, so I, I
3: wrestle with that. I was like, am I putting on makeup for a podcast? And I've been not doing it because chances are you and I were both doing something before this. Also, like I I just keep I always come back to like, what are we doing here? Like, am I trying to convince? the world that I have like a flawless Instagram tune face. Like I don't care who's no, turned on by you see it. me.
0: I have no Yeah. I mean, I want to look fresh and you know, I'll, I might, this might get posted on social, but I'm out here. I don't care either. I'm the same as that way. I was just saying, in a rant that I am not a vain person and I would like to be right. slightly more vain. So then when shit goes sideways, I could at least look at my face and tell myself what's wrong. Cause no one else is going to tell me, but that's, that's another day. No
3: one else will ever say, especially in LA, no one else will ever tell you what's wrong. I, I called my agent. I'm like, am I weird looking? Is that why I didn't get it? <laughs> They're like, no, they love you. I'm
0: like, Oh, I right. love you much. They love
3: you. But I've seen your, um, on TikTok or is it Instagram reels? You're like, you're like, I'm calling them like six second beauty reviews. You're like, I got this at Walgreens. Crap. Next thing, I got this. This is all may. I have a billion dollars. This is a dollar. I love it. Next, thing. like it's super lo-fi. And like, I'm sure people are sitting there like writing down. These I things. know. No, everyone's <laughs> like, not
0: me at CVS. Dot dot dot. It's really fun. I enjoy it. I don't. I didn't know how to do my makeup before January first. I decided to learn about it, and I just did this weird thing and now it's a thing it's like a thing thing um okay so you're uh in Martha's Vineyard you live in LA and you know and look reading about you and I know who you are I don't know how much I know who you are because of Paul and then you now being on my radar and then me following you on Instagram because you know it's funny I was talking to for Grace the other day about like levels Love of him. fame He's the best levels the best. of fame where you're famous, but like you still can have a life and you can go out and you're like, you know, are you niche? I'm niche. Like, so I was wondering if, um, like how famous are you? What is your life in LA? Let's do LA. And then let's do the mid, like the rest of the country. Like how on a one to 10, if Madonna's a 10 or, or if Tom Cruise is a 10 or Kim Kardashian's a 10 and your, you know, high school gym teacher is a zero, how famous are you in your mind, like with reality, like people coming in up your to mind. you or saying, or, or saying I saw your Netflix special or all that stuff?
3: I think if you have to ask how famous are you, it kind of answers the question. And I also think there's famous within certain groups, you know, like you were on Real Housewives, but you're a businesswoman, so that tends to permeate other circles that a woman with like a bullshit fashion line may not. You well, know? you also,
0: but yeah, you're, you've been in movies, you're in a Netflix special. You're yeah, on yeah. TV. So I'm asking you like at a food fair, if you go to a mall, are you going to be bothered or you can have Bo- no incidents?
3: It, bothered isn't the word, but you know, people come up to you. I mean, I'm not going to list off like in the past 24 hours who all, but it's usually like, it's usually a girl will just be like, are you? And I'll be like, it's me. And then they get excited God. or a dude will be like, oh, do you know these three other male comics? Awesome. It happens, but you have to be at a serious level of fame for it to actually be a hassle. Like, Right. And, and there are people that call like paparazzi on themselves. It's never been a bother. Has it been creepy at times? Sure. But it's never like, please, my family, and I just want to eat at Olive Garden in privacy. Oh, please. So
0: it's a nice level. So you have a nice, like it's a little sizzle, but you could have a, your own life with your husband and have him not be annoyed if you're walking through an airport.
3: Yeah, there's no annoyance because also, I don't know, I think people forget in this day and age, like, especially as a stand up as a performer, like you have nothing without your fans. Yes. This isn't based on, uh, on anything else. This isn't like you put money in the market and that's what did it. Like you should be respectful of the fact that these people take time and money out of their lives to support your selfish art, you know? Absolutely. So I always, you always give them time a day.
0: Absolutely. Why did you say selfish art?
3: Because stand up is this your. If you're a performer, you know, this comes from a place of like, hey, I need you to look at me and hear what I'm saying. It's not like I'm a doctor or I'm doing humanitarian aid oh, work. Oh, I got it, okay, <laughs> you know, okay. Like at so, the end of the night, it's, a, it's stand-up.
0: So do you feel like you're a comedian first and foremost and that was what you wanted to be, or you wanted, you saw the whole board and you wanted to do that and you wanted to write and you wanted to be in movies? Like what was the trajectory in your mind?
3: Uh, I was always gonna be funny for a living. And when you grow up somewhere like Dallas, Texas, like there's no trajectory because there's no path. It's like, Oh, I'll just be on Saturday night live. Like everybody. Right. You're unaware of all the avenues, you know? And of, of course the internet didn't exist back then, which is so I'm loath to say. Um, and so when I started doing standup that I got the most energy from doing it that way. And then, you know, you audition for stuff, but there are people who put in ten thousand hours and really work at auditioning, and I'm putting in that time in stand-up and it's leading to its own thing. So I always wanted to be funny for a living, and sometimes that's in stand-up, sometimes it's in a movie, sometimes it's in writing. You know, as an artist, you just want to keep creating and affecting people and i don't I don't know that our world allows for that understanding sometimes, but yeah.
0: And your trajectory was getting up on stage in Dallas, at like open mic nights and taking no, that? No, no, no,
3: no. I went to school in Boston and I went to film school, like everybody else, like every intern in your office. And I got to LA and I started doing it there. And I started oh, okay. in like 2005 with a, like with a real job. Like I had an office job. I was someone's terrible assistant, but this is something, you know, you talk about side hustles that I would go and do at night. And then one day I called my mom and I said, I need to borrow $1,000 so I can purchase a computer and I'm going to try this full time. And it worked out. And so here we are at 39.
0: So you got, the, you got the hit, you liked it and you started doing it like every, just going tr- every night and then traveling and then doing that whole circuit.
3: Yeah. I mean, there is no, people always ask advice. Like it's, you got to just do it. It's not like, unlike am like being an entrepreneur. Like you have to, or- being a bodybuilder, like you have to just do it.
0: It's being a, it's being somebody who's in a kitchen actually, because you have to make a recipe, screw it up, yes. do it again, like you have to keep going. It's repetition and keep going through and trying different ways. Yeah, interesting. My that husband's a true. chef,
3: and it's and you know, so there is there's my husband's a chef, so we initially bonded over the fact that we both you know work at night. But there mm-hmm. is, I don't think people understand when you're building something like it is something that you it wakes you up at night. You love it so much, even when it's the most painful, and you just keep going and. It's not even about if people encourage you or they're shitty to you. It's only what matters is the voice in your head and uh, just going and taking every opportunity. And, and then when you'd get rejected, writing a movie in your off time writing a book.
0: <laughs> well, it's funny. Cause I don't know if everybody listening realizes how insanely competitive and crowded it is because I've met so many successful comedians Um Whether it's Kim Whitley or Sherrod Smalls or, you know, a lot of people who have popped off, but not like, you know, to like Robin Williams level. I mean, I know Kevin Nealon. I know Chris Rock. For some reason, I know a lot of the comedy people. I'm attracted to that. I I took classes in Groundlings. I know Amy Schumer. Like, I don't know why I've always gravitated towards the comedy space. I mean, probably because as a kid I was watching you know, Eddie Murphy and um, watching Richard Pryor. And like, I watched all of it, the old school Bill Cosby. So I'm aware of it, but it's so competitive. And um, I did it one time. I don't, Paul got a camera crew because we were thinking of doing, what would I do for an NFT that like, no one would ever be able to see. And I said, I'll go up and do stand up, which was like, why did I just say that out loud? And I did it at New York comedy club 10 days later after calling some of these people that I told you about, like Bridget Everett, calling Kathy Griffin, I called every Ellen to ask like what tips everybody had. And each person had very different tips. Like no two were the same. And it was like, I was crowdsourcing to figure out how I would do it. Um, I think it was Kim Whitley or Kevin, I think it was Kim Whitley who decided or asked me like, what was my style? Like she was like, or Kevin might've asked that, but she said, you rant. Like, you just are aggravated about something. You need to say it. And then, and we were talking, I was talking to Kevin Nealon about how he is more like, it's a long story that just keeps going on and that builds up. And so I had never thought of that. I wanted to say like, A, what is your style? And second of all, I didn't get, I did fairly, like people laughed. It wasn't a bomb at all. Like it was on a one to 10, it was probably a six, you know, like zero being no one laughing to 10, like being cocked, like crazy, raucous laughter. But I didn't get any sort of like, well, I'd survive that and that was good. And I would want to, I need to do that again. I didn't have that for some reason. I felt that it was like, that's a lot. obviously to be sitting there and like your goal is to get fed from these people. And if they don't feed you, like you're hungry or like you didn't get what you needed. And yeah. I found that to be really interesting. I want to know what you think about that. And that like that thought that I felt.
3: I mean, there's what you're talking. I mean, these are, these are themes, but it's also you know I'm I've been doing it almost twenty years, so I just shot my sixth Netflix special, and that comes out on October eleventh, the same day as my book. We did do it on oh. purpose.
0: Oh, and, that's amazing. So what's it? What are they called? First of all,
3: well, the special is called Hot Forever, and the book is called All Things Aside. Uh, okay. And that, All Things Aside is a collection of personal essays. It's my second book, and I just figured at thirty nine, I just had a baby. The book's not about having a baby, but it's a collection of essays, just sort of life as I see it now, just as a woman, just my, my own lens and hot forever is not unlike that, you know, but it's stand up. And, uh, at this level, it's, there's a couple things, you know, you built up a reputation, you have a brand. I want to make sure that everybody who's come, who comes to my show, they're always leaving uplifted, even mm-hmm. though we're calling out some major, uh, inconvenient truths about mm-hmm. our society and things like that. And, you know, I also like to get into the idea that we tend to get angry when women have a very strong opinion. We only call women bossy or opinionated, Mm -hmm. you know, and I reject all of that. I'm like, you've got something to say, you back it up with intelligence and comedy and men will want to listen to that as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's what my, my standup is, you know, there are rants at times. There's, it comes from a very specific point of view. I think it's its own unique thing Uh, and it's hyper energetic. The, The feedback that I get is, it's less about how I see it, more about people see it. People leave feeling seen. And I think I do stand up to feel seen and feel heard. And I always kind of want to take up for people who maybe don't feel they have the license to say something. You always have to wrap your agenda with humor, any lessons, any morals, because I think the stakes are too high in our society to not be saying something when you have a microphone and say thirty, five hundred people and an arena in Ottawa. You gotta say something. So That'll be does Friday.
0: it does it feel strange to you? Like it's funny because I saw Amy Schumer in the Hamptons at this bizarre event that I was texting her about afterwards because it was crazy and I can't believe some of the situations you guys get yourselves into where you have to perform. She was performing effectively on an airstrip, like with sure. air, like at an airport. Oh yeah, in the wood, in the woods. So she probably got seems...
3: so much money. I have right. played. I do a They're... lot of shows for our troops, so like I've done a lot of USO. Right. So that is, it's three in the afternoon. You are playing for a hundred troops plus the Afghan troops um, on a deck at a fob. Right. And the sun is hot. You are playing. I shot elder millennial. One of my specials on an aircraft carrier. I did I mean, stand up in Kathy Hilton's backyard recently. Like the check right. clears. We go.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. I Exactly. And I just, I texted. Her. I can't imagine there has to be, if you didn't get paid X, I said, it wasn't worth it. They were moving pieces of large pieces of furniture in front of me while she's performing. Like oh 50 God. miles There's away. No respect. 50 miles away. They put us so far from her yeah. that if I was on fire, Amy Schumer wouldn't have been able to see me. So much less hear my laughter. Like let's put the comedian on an island oh, yeah. there so is... they can't hear us laugh or engage. And an answer. No airship. respect
3: given to stand up. It's basically like at an event, they're like, we'll do the eulogy and then we'll put up the comedian. Like it doesn't even matter how famous you are or if you're a man or a woman. I did a corporate event one time. I don't remember the name of the company. It was some company that you've never heard of. It was in Vegas and it was so much money. And it was all the different uh, branches of the company from all over the world. And I'm up there and I start talking and a band just starts playing over me. (laughs) And I was like, you know what? It's your time and whatever you guys want, let's get the show started. Like you can't control these things. You're just like, I mean- you there some gigs it's just you kind of go on autopilot you're like i'm gonna hit my mark i'm gonna finish these jokes i might do some crowd work and time is up i will see you at the bank
0: <laughs> and thick skin peace out don't give a good fuck even if these 500 well, people thought you sucked because you were set up so for failure they,
3: i guarantee it's not even that you suck it's that they didn't even know you were there or we have oh, fun. Well, oh that's well, better well you always have to remember too. never negate the fact that there are people who can hear you who are having fun. And so what you don't want to do is be like, this sucks. You guys aren't even listening because the 20 people in front are like, don't we, we count, you know? So again, it's all about user experience. I want the audience to have from the playlist I put together to the last meet and greet. Like I want people to know that I respect their money and their time and that Mm -hmm. we're putting on a real show. I put on, like, I don't ever drink before a show, I come out there, I do my full time. A lot of comics don't, you know, or it's a hassle. I never want people to feel that I don't respect that they've made that effort, you know?
0: Yeah. And are you able to turn it off or all day, anything that's funny gets written down in that book, anything all day that it's funny that you think about, you have to write it down because it's part yeah, of it. Yeah, but it's,
3: it's not this like compulsory thing where you're just like, uh-huh. I, I'm sorry, Mr. President, please, I need to write this thing down about it. Right, Excel. no, I,
0: I But you have it, you
3: know, you've got little bits of paper, you've got thoughts, and sometimes it goes in the iPhone. Um, and then there are. Weeks that go by where nothing gets written down, like I'm a big believer in like periods of intake. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you just have to exist as an entity on this planet and just if it hits you, if it yeah, let it breathe or just be a person. It's gonna, I mean, I go up enough that like you're always working on something. I do all my writing on stage, I don't sit at a computer and write it out. So, wait, what does that mean? Like, I, I write jokes, I write them as I say them, I go on stage and I just talk about a thing or i'll think of a tag or i'll improvise off of that and then i'll remember what i said and that becomes the act i don't sit at a computer and think like what would be funny and write it out oh
0: right 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 that makes sense that makes sense you're like free associating and improvising and then you structure it afterwards
3: Yeah, I mean, you have jokes and, you know, but that's like I was saying, like every joke is a little different each time. And sometimes Mm -hmm. an audience give you something, sometimes they don't. And I believe what works always sticks. So it's all completely memorized. Nothing's written down. That's just me.
0: What I think is interesting is when I was doing this that one time, and it's something I've always wanted to do. Like, it was just something that bothered me because I'm not the person that wants to do something and then is afraid to do it. So that was part of the reason that I did it. And everyone said- Oh, I'd be great at that. Or I want to do that. Like every person it's real. And it's it's, everyone that that would be irritating if I were, you you know what I mean? Because my matt Klarberg and barry Klarberg, my business managers at the time were like oh yeah no i'd be great everyone says i'd be great because then when i teach my class i'm like okay so get up and fucking do it too like because that week it, it's
3: always men always men. Like,
0: i'd be great at that yeah because you did a bat mitzvah speech that was good last year and frankly yeah. only four of the jokes were good but and that week i had a week of being you because that one week i was like well i'm the one who's gonna fucking get up in the real comedy club in a pandemic when people are six feet away in masks and there only were allowed to be 15 people the first day they opened up at the new york comedy club and so get up to make me feel better because then i'll feel like because they made it like what i was doing that week wasn't a thing so i thought that was interesting but more important than my stupid experience that everyone thinks they could do it and um forget whether someone could be good or not but why is everyone afraid to stand up and like Why is it so scary? What is so scary? Everyone makes fools of themselves every day. Like, why is that so scary? Why is it dying is easy? Comedy is hard.
3: Public speaking, obviously, everyone knows is like the number one fear. Nobody wants to be ridiculed. Nobody wants to be judged. Nobody wants to be laughed at in a bad way. Nobody wants to be embarrassed and nobody wants to be vulnerable. It is an incredibly vulnerable thing. And so that's like laying all of your fears and insecurities bare and, The beauty of it is saying, please laugh at me because when they are laughing with you, I always say that people laugh at something for two reasons. Either they totally get it and they feel you or they're like, that's so weird. What are you talking about? Mm -hmm. And I always, I believe that the comedy gods reward vulnerability. The more honest you are about your experience without trying to look cute or clever, like the more just gut-wrenchingly honest you are. That's what people, women in particular, like that's what people resonate with. That's when someone says, oh my God, because stand up is meant to be consumed in the dark with alcohol because it's this like delicious revealing sort of sadistic thing and when someone gets up there and they come into the light there's a reason the audience is in the dark and they bare their soul they say something like i'm getting ready for a date i have to shave my big toe because i'm wearing sandals every woman in that audience is like oh my god i do it too especially and i talk about this a lot in my new hour Especially, there's so much shame around being a woman and so much we don't tell each other, not because we're mean, but because we've been taught to be embarrassed. So when another girl gets up there and says something honest, you get to feel seen as a woman. When you know that someone else has gone what you've gone through yep. what you've gone through, it, it is incredibly uplifting. And we all look for reflections of ourselves in media, in other people. And some people, it's the most impactful with a comic.
0: But what you said translates... So much further than just in comedy that if you're just vulnerable and honest, you know, without it being canned. And I think a lot of times now in social media, people are trying to be so honest in a way that is designed for people to feel like sorry for them. And I think that's different than what you're saying. You're saying just be I agree, truly, gen- truly. Genuine. I'm about I-, I thought authenticity. You know, no, exactly. Honesty. I also think and commitment, like. I remember I, or I've seen, you know, when you see kids do a talent show or something like, wait a second, I got to start again. Like, I, 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 let me start again. Like, I, I wasn't ready. Like, it's that, it's Cameron Diaz in that movie, My Best Friend's Wedding, when she was the worst at the karaoke, but she just committed. I think commitment gets you a really think, long way in life. I think
3: it and- also helps to look like Cameron Diaz. Like, people were like, oh, you
0: accidentally ran me over. It's okay. You're stunning. <laughs> Right. No, but hey, to, no, to, look, well, like, Amy Schumer's beautiful, but Cameron Diaz was a model. But Amy Schumer committed in the movie, that movie, was it? What was the? I, I feel pretty. When she got up in that striptease, she committed. She was a disaster, but she committed. I'm saying I think commitment in comedy and in mm-hmm. life goes a long way, being just sure. like dedicated to what you're doing.
2: Snag a job is where America goes to hire, with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring.
0: Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico or Puerto Rico. My accent's not the best, but I'm trying. But I know Puerto Rico well. I've been there so many times. I, Be Strong, has done so many missions after Hurricane Maria. It is more than just a name. It is a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. The unique barriqua spirit infuses the island's culinary landscape with a -a one-of-a-kind passion and point of view unlike anywhere else. I love Puerto Rico. I've been there twice in the last year. In Puerto Rico, you'll taste the influence of Spanish, African, and native Taino traditions, sometimes all in the same dish. Puerto Rican chefs and restaurants put their passion into every bite. Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. AI might be the most important
4: new computer technology ever.
5: Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iheart. That's lifelock.com slash iheart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here.
0: What well, people are being so people are being similar to that on social media though, which is why I find it interesting. Like People, oh, is it being so that people, it's so immediate, so raw? Like, because you're saying right then you're exposed and it's so vulnerable. Um, And other places, people will just say something and then walk away from it because it's not so, like, the person's not right in front of you not laughing. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's so just, it's so, like, there's no middleman. You're not just putting it up somewhere. You're not posting it. It's not in a movie. It's you and the audience right in front of you. There's
3: literally no filter.
0: Like, there's literally...
3: And, you know, that's why there's different social media too. Like Instagram is very different than TikTok, which is hyper raw, hyper honest. And they want that experience, that generation does, because I just obsessively watch both. But that's why, you know, people are very brave in a comment section. People are very brave. It's very easy to come out and call someone a name or say they did something wrong. It's very easy to do that behind the anonymity of a handle so that's why you can't really argue with the comment section because who the fuck is that person and for better for worse stand-up comics have the guts to say what they want to say and stand there in front of strangers and and you take that risk because you know that what you have to say at least for me there's an honesty and a beauty behind it and and you're coming from a good place
0: Well, let's talk about comedy that lands and doesn't. And that could be the difference between cancellation and not. I mean, by many other people's definitions, Dave Chappelle would have been canceled 10 times because of the things that he is capable of saying, because he's such a wordsmith and a craftsman and just like probably that to me is probably the best ever. He's like amazing a male comedian, uh, even rivaling Eddie Murphy and um, and Richard Dreyfus. But other people, you know, Michael Richards will be in, you know, in a comedy club and say something and be canceled forever.
3: These are two very different things. I mean, just in case your audience doesn't know, we're referring to when Michael Richards, who played Kramer, couldn't handle a heckle. He was at the Laugh Factory, so I know what that crowd mm-hmm. is. And he just went on a racist rant. He just kept saying the N-word over and over. You can say things that are on pc but make sure it's funny. He wasn't saying a joke. Like, you may as well just be on the street. So that's, and that happens like that was just pure. you lost your cool.
0: I understand what you're saying. It wasn't part of an act that no. bombed. It wasn't exactly. part of a it was a just a, a criticism that's a great that's a great note. So Dave Chappelle is saying things within a context and crafting a story uh, so and, I, and look he he
3: gets faulted for saying things too. people get outraged. People are very protective over what they are. everybody. nobody has a problem laughing at everyone else, but when it's about you, oh, it's about women or it's about my ethnic group or my religion, then people get very barbed. And I understand that without getting into specifically what Dave said, you know, I have my own thoughts about trans jokes and I put them up there with oven jokes. Like, I don't like them. I don't do them. I don't think they're funny. That being said, if you got a good one, okay. Um, but I always look at intention and context, you know, and I think we go around getting very upset without watching, without understanding those things and people getting canceled left and right, the market dictates. The right. Market
0: the markets, exactly. I've I've said things right now that a year ago I would have gotten destroyed for. I did get destroyed, and then said the same thing a year later. Timing, the tides, where people are. I think we're coming out of a time of hyper hypersensitivity and entering a time of truth. Right now, I feel like there's a lot of truth telling right now, and people would rather see warts and all and unfiltered than saccharin fear based bullshit. Like I think it's in the.
3: I gotta be honest, like, I believe in an overcorrect. So I'm okay with what has happened because for so long, it was just so unacceptable. The way women treated were treated well. conversation yeah. about people of color, things like that gay, like mm-hmm. certain words and slurs. I'm, I am like that the, these people that we have a voice, it was heard. But now as we come back to something in the middle, you know, this outrage culture, you always have to look at who is outraged. And I always mm-hmm. joke, cause I was going to make a TikTok about this. And I, I talk about this. I did a Netflix taping white people are always trying to outwoke each other, hoping that like a black person will be like, wow, she gets it. They're not going to, you're not going to get a gold star. So right. you as a white woman flipping the fuck out about being anti-racist on another white woman, it's just do the work, do the real voting, have the real conversations. But a lot of it, I call it performative ethics. And this is not just white women. I'm just giving an example. The It's rarely about correction and education. And it's always about burning someone and canceling someone it would be delicious I for one of yesterday. your followers to find you and be like bethany frankel said this about so-and-so let's watch her burn versus privately dming you like hey bethany you said this one thing i just want to let you know this affects these people but nobody does that
0: just say sorry everyone say i'm sorry i fucked up i did something wrong tell me when i no. did something wrong
3: but also by the way you notice none of this is happening in a real space this is all happening on like web three like this is all happening in the comment section of an app, nobody has the balls to see this person and say something to them in person because people are gutless and bored and on the toilet. That's what this is. It's easy to try to cancel someone because, well, I didn't like her and she offended me this one
0: time. So she
3: should burn because people are unhappy. People I are agree. No,
0: it's schadenfreude. I agree. If I'm, I want to be doing that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And they went and it's like a host and, and, parasites that f- when something you do something wrong all the parasites like flee to the host to like suck off the blood and, and like, literally that's the moment
3: all you have to do is either give it no oxygen or post something else and the angry mob will pick up their pitchforks and they will go try to eat each other
0: yes like, there's a timing to it because you can poke the bear but there is it's, it's a femoral. To, like yeah. Yeah. You have to, you have to let it fucking breathe for a second too. It's, it's insane when it happens and you think it's real and it's usually not real and brands are scared and it gets to be this crazy shit thing. But so how much, what percentage of your life and creativity are you a little afraid? Like how much do you have to hold back? There's no way, I can't speak for you. you saying every single thing that comes no. to your mind, you say it. No, no, so but I do think, you give to- I think it's not even
3: about, I'm not good at math. So it's not about quantifying as much as when I have a thought, like what's the kernel of that thought? And then how do we contextualize it so that what I'm saying can have, can be misconstrued the least, you know, what's the right way to do this? Who do we talk to in this joke? What words do we choose? And that is when we get to the craft of stand-up and of comedy, whether it's comedy writing too, versus just being the funny friend, because I'm not a fan of like, oh, I have no filter. I just say, whatever. It's like, no, this is a craft. Like, there's a reason you laugh at a joke, and it's not an accident. It was the words chosen, the numbers chosen. Like, there is an alchemy to this.
0: No, yeah, of course. And
3: so, when you're making these points, you know, you can make a sloppy political point or you can really hone in. Like, the bad pitch is what I was talking about with the woke stuff. I'm like, it's a woke off. It's about being scared that you will be called racist. Sometimes it's not even about doing the work, it's just nobody wants to look bad, you know? So, just being specific with your words.
0: Well, that's, by the way, in every business meeting, in every deal, the truth is I have said things that could easily be said in another way. You just didn't catch it. You just, you could get the same exact point across and not everything needs to be said. Sometimes something's just bugging me and I know that I'm going to get slapped a little for it, but I want to say it, but how am I going to say it? You know? So I think that's important too.
3: It's also, you know, you're a woman. So whatever you say or don't say can and will be used against you. And so look you take in all this stuff. I write about this endlessly. You can't let it drive you crazy. You know, people could look at this conversation and be like, they're two women. They're talking too fast. You know, at the end of the day, we all just do our best and we all forget that other people are doing their best when we're judging them. And so it really is like, how do you just like feel okay about yourself when you're not being told by others, you're doing a good job. I don't have that answer. I feel bad a lot of times, but you just doing your best, you know?
0: Well, yeah in the words of kathy griffin you can't be who you're not um but social media you nodded when i said it's not for therapy have you noticed what i've noticed we see people really emoting and i'm going through a really hard time right now like this is the worst it's ever been this is my low and i'm like why are you like we're you're calling me when this is your low we don't know each other we don't well i think think there is that vulnerability and like
3: I can't talk to the people around me. So I'm just going to share with strangers because there is that lighter side where like strangers will give you that positivity. Your mother's going to But say, that's
0: dangerous. That's a dangerous game. What's dangerous also is,
3: and I talk about this. I have a chapter in my book called Everything is a Scam.
0: I, oh my God. I say all the time, everything's a scam. That's hysterical. That's all we say all day. It's a scam.
3: Well, it's be- You're a New Yorker and I'm from New York, but I'm real. I'm But I was raised in Dallas, Texas, but I have that very East coast everything's a scam. I just had to talk to Same. my assistant who bought me travel insurance. I'm like, what is this $800? Scam. And she so was like, scam. I didn't know. I'm like, you're just no. a baby. It's a scam. You know, we all want to help. I actually donated a lot to your ch- charity. Cause you were doing a lot of like boots on the ground work in Ukraine. So I reposted your charity because like, I don't know you, but I was like, I know her. I trust her. I know Paul. Thank you. So I did, but I was like, I know that's not a scam, but a lot of times people post and like your heart, your heart hurts. And you're like, I want to help. And then you're like, How do I know this person's real? How do I know this is going to the right thing? How do I know this is not a bullshit charity? And so people are constantly reaching out and you're like, it's not that I don't want to help you. It's that I think you might be lying to me. And it hardens us. Well, I love that
0: you're saying that because- I love that you're saying that because in, in philanthropy, it is the most scam ridden place ever. And it's a lot of celebrities posting links, directing to other people that are controlling the entire charity. And they just post the link. Cause it looks like right. the cute picture of a koala with oil on it, you know, it, from a spill. Then you get dinged, you know, you get dinged for how you participate
3: and how you don't. So I post something. I'm like, you know, help the people of let's say Ukraine. Oh right. my God. So you don't care about these and these people. Oh, you didn't yes. do this. And you're just like, or then the you do still have a business. I have a platform mm-hmm. to talk about this because of comedy. So we do have to get back to that. So you post, post, post. And the next day, it's like, where's your posting about that?
0: Uh, by the way, f- beyond. Like, it makes us all have to be doing what we think we're supposed to be doing. Right. Versus what we're actually passionate about doing. Like, I, on the same day let's say a week. I could raise a million dollars in a week with Ukraine, but also put on hair and makeup and eyelashes yeah. and sit down and do this podcast and also do something, bank some superficial content. Now I may not post the superficial right. content that I'm banking because I know that that's like quote unquote tone deaf, but why I'm a mother and I work. I am. I have Hermes bags and I send relief to Ukraine. Right. Like, it's not uh, like you're,
3: off. it's not like you're live streaming yourself from a funeral. Like, you have a sense of decorum, and you are a multifaceted person. Moreover, <laughs> this is what is required of us in order to have the platform so that we can be judged. And so I always take it with a grain of salt, you know, and I usually ignore those people. But I even talk about in my book how it's why you can't live for other people. It, that no, is-
0: facts, because the truth is I talked about the luxury giveaway scams with and it was the week that the ukraine war broke out and for me i was looking at ukraine so when i saw the kim kardashian million dollars in hermes and gucci boxes i was like what the fuck but she's doing what she does she got paid probably a million dollars or 20 million dollars and she's doing what she does she i don't wasn't know i uh,
3: Ukraine not to pile on i do think that family could stand to do a little bit more public facing but they could but be then it's for the wrong be-
0: reason then it's bullshit for it's sure. like, I'm and by the way,
3: I don't know, they could be donating millions of dollars to like help the sea turtles. And I have no idea. I doubt it. You tend to <laughs> know those sure. things. I don't know. Right. People who have a lot of money tend to be very quiet about how they donate these things because then everyone wants their money. I am here in Martha's Vineyard. I am seeing that everywhere. So th- I guess yeah. the, at the end of the day, the lesson is if you want to hate someone, do it privately from a burner Instagram account and just watch <laughs> them at night gnawing on your <laughs> knuckles like I do. But at the end of the day, we, you just don't know if someone's evil or you just you don't know what they're doing
0: yeah
2: snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring with access to over 6 million active hourly workers snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand tempt to hire part-time or full-time you name the position So, visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire.
0: Rico is the name for someone from Puerto Rico or Puerto Rico. My accent's not the best, but I'm trying. But I know Puerto Rico well. I've been there so many times. I, Be Strong, has done so many missions after Hurricane Maria. It is more than just a name. It is a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. The unique Barriqua spirit infuses the island's culinary landscape with a -a one-of-a-kind passion and point of view unlike anywhere else. I love Puerto Rico. I've been there twice in the last year. In Puerto Rico, you'll taste the influence of Spanish, African, and native Taino traditions, sometimes all in the same dish. Puerto Rican chefs and restaurants put their passion into every bite. Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.
6: Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next-day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.
1: Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together, It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200k for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does the hard parts for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billings, scheduling, and more with a home management team that provides support before, during, and after your stay so you can focus on the relaxing, hosting, and making memories with family and friends. And you can resell on Picasso's Marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. With Picasso, you can stop saying someday and start building family traditions today in a vacation home you own and revisit time after time. Visit Picasso.com today to see thousands of luxury vacation home listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot
0: But I I think it goes back to that whole theme of you figuring out how to say things. And in order to do what you do and still have a career, you have to figure out how the delivery is going to be.
3: I also think, you know, there's the way that you say it. And then our audiences are very afraid now. So there's certain buzzwords that you say. Like I said, Israel, I don't remember what I was talking about. I said, Israel, and the crowd went silent. And I called them out. I was like, oh, so we can't even say the word Israel because you've been taught. If you say black, they go, oh my God. I'm like, so we can't say the color black. There is a beauty in calling it out and people realize, oh my God, my sphincter was clenched. And then we can all come together. So there there are levels to it. You know, it's not but about- you're walking
0: yucky. into a landmine. Sometimes you don't know. For example- I'm, I'm, I talked very publicly about the Kardashians. I wanted to for a long time. I will even use the word. I was afraid to do it. I was cautious about doing it. And the pinata opened up and the candy came out and I was shocked. You'll be shocked with no backlash. Think about the reach. Think about the followers. I know a lot of them are bought. I was shocked that not a single not no one came in one out of 10,000 comments would be like oh women not supporting women but but nobody was having a problem with it and if he, if i said anything about when i've said anything about anybody else people come i thought that was interesting
3: right what always bothers me about the women not supporting women comment is it reduces us down to a simple gender and it a takes, species. it takes away our complexity and so Yeah, a lot of times it is, you know, you should, I don't believe in blindly supporting someone based on their chromosomes, but I also don't believe, yeah, I agree with you, but I also, I don't believe on hurting them because of it. I'm a competitive person. I want to, I want to do better than that man and that woman. I've never seen that as gender. So when someone's like, you didn't support a woman, I'm like, was she funny? Why would I support a
0: person? No, but what if it? you don't support that? What like I literally I have spent more time on Kelly Ripa's book this week than my own book. I did it cuz I really care about her. Like we have a good relationship yes. and I support that woman. Of course, so, but I yeah, I do, I do so, not support all women. That not, is We don't
3: support all people. That's fully insane. I don't support all dogs. You're either. not I mean, no, I, some yeah. some are too wiry. But I I think, you know, I was actually t- thinking about this the other day. My friend Rebecca Searle is like a New York Times best-selling author. She um, right, sort of like young, young adult, like romantic, maybe not even not a young adult, just like romantic fiction. It's it's really fun and she does really well. And I always see her books, because I'm always in an airport, I always see her books, and I actually get very proud and excited. Like there is nothing like when you're a woman and you have a friend that you genuinely only want to see succeed, and you actually are their cheerleader, versus, and I talk about this in my new hour, this glitterized uh pro girl oh, go girl
0: girl bot ba- I was like I'm not a girl bot what does that even mean I don't yeah. like that it's like
3: it's all it's all this like weak hand job like look empowering women no you know what empowers women equal pay education pay gap closing and so there is something too you know we are called upon to like blindly just like love all of our mama sister bears and it's like we all have those those women in our lives that we love and and just cannot wait to see thrive. And it's so fun to watch that, and that's what real strength feels like. And you don't have a ton of that, and that has nothing to do with who you are. It's just not everybody is quality, and not everybody is worth championing. And you can't
0: spend your days. Yeah, I'm. La- I'm fine with saying I do not. I, I support the women and men that yes. I support, and that's my own body, and my own choice.
3: Of male comics, ask me for help, and I'm like. I can't do it. I don't believe in your comedy.
0: No, I agree. And you and I very much, we could go on for days about this, but we both are the same. Whenever someone says, what's it been like being in business as a woman? And I'm not saying I, and I know I'm, I'm white and I know I'm privileged. I'm saying that I've had to deconstruct it thinking about how men have mansplained me but i never knew that word and i never even knew what it meant i had to recently since i'm asked the question a thousand times i thought to myself what and then when a guy talks to me like i'm a junior player even though we're in the same position it's something we've been trained to just accept and don't realize that like, that's been happening forever, even if it's not so overt. Mm-hmm. But when asked that question, I was like, I never thought about right. being a woman or a man. I right. just plowed through and just I don't went. To, I'm i a strong woman. Yes. Like I'm a I'm a strong person. I'm a strong business person. I'm an I, agree. I can take on any man in any arena. I don't care if I'm a woman or a man. That's just me. It doesn't mean that there aren't No, I don't think it's that just I have, you. you I, think, I
3: think this is something, I mean, I feel the exact same way, which is why I've been trying to be friends with you for a very long time. Fine. Um, And I was talking to my mom about it. You know, there is this uh, premium we place now on the female struggle. Like my mom was a single mom and she, and I'll tell you what, my mom was a single mom for a period. And I never, and I'm a very strong-minded individual. We never, the word feminism has never come up, had never come up my entire, it just wasn't talked about in the nineties. But moreover, I never heard my mother say anything like any of this, like rah-rah feminism, go girl, any of that stuff, she just did. Because when you're actually working and surviving and doing things, you don't have time to talk about mom. It's, yeah, exactly. it. it's not a bumper sticker. You're just doing
0: it. Yeah, exactly. I. I and so I, she's
3: just like, she's a New Yorker. She's very blunt. You know, she's very like, not in a, like a rude way. Just, she's just tough. She just gets it. And that's how I am. And it's only when I got into comedy and-, and it's only in LA and it's in show business that you have to answer for the way that you always were. How did you get into comedy? Were you a funny woman, woman in comedy? I'm like, I just did it because no one said I couldn't and no one said I could. And I didn't think about it, and I just went. And now I have to contextualize it like I'm some fierce diva. That,
0: that's exactly, that's exactly. I got some genius because I entered into cocktails. Well, I didn't fucking know anything. I, I walked know. into a store and saw a 1,000. I was like, why am I doing this now? I didn't know there was no low calorie. I didn't know there was no nothing. I, I didn't know liquor was run by men. I you never, didn't know, you,
3: know. You, d- you didn't know what you didn't know, which is a gift. Right. But like I never right. mattered enough to anyone for anyone to tell me I sucked. And I never mattered enough for anyone to say, go do it. My mom was super cool. But like, and I think when that it's just something you're born with, like, you're like, I'm just going to go, I'm just going to work, I'm just going to do it.
0: Yes, but also it's funny that you just said you didn't matter enough. Right, did you have a mentor? What's a mentor? No. I didn't know what a what? mentor was. Thank I wouldn't you. know to look for a mentor. No one would want to mentor me. It was like that's lingo that we make up to frame what's happened. That's exactly what you just said. That's exactly it. Yes. Like, now I'm supposed to come up with the best idea- best thing to say about female work-life balance. I don't fucking know. I do everything I do very well. That's all also, that I know in the uh, moment. that, I- uh,
3: Not only that, I mean, that's a skill in and of itself. Like stand-up is, it's a solo sport if you're a writer, like if you're on a TV show, you're going to be with people if you're an actor, but like it is you in the Delta lounge. If you're lucky, it is you on a regional flight. It is you in a hotel and it, you, you know, and you have a community, you've got the friends, but when I started there, I didn't know anyone. No. And I'm not saying this out of bitterness. There was no woman who like reached out to me to be like, I want to help you because it is a competitive, we say no way. I mean, it happens, but You're on your own on a regional flight in Regina, Saskatchewan. How is someone going to reach you? Like you're
0: you're doing it. No, and you're alone. And when you bomb alone, you bomb, you bomb alone. you die, you die alone. Yeah. No, but it's true. When I, when you sign, I say, when you sign the paper, it's your name. There's all these other people around here and they have all these decisions they want to make, but I'm always like, it's my fucking ass. I'm alone and you're alone on a plane and on the stage.
3: It's funny you say that. Like I was talking with, with my team you know, we were talking about a show mm. and there was an issue with ticketing and it was not my fault, but people don't see that. They see it as your fault. Like, why isn't this no, working? Course. I'm like, we pay a heavy fee. You do too for this link. And I was explaining to them, um, there was a show I wanted to cancel. I was like, we've moved this now twice. I look bad. Not my team, not anyone. I, as the artist, people get angry at me. Of and I can't have that. Yeah, people don't think about, this is your blood, sweat, tears, and reputation. And, you know, if if people don't expect a quality product, then what do you have? You have to No, it's
0: exactly, it's, it's, your, it's what I'm saying. And I, I, I give him a lot of shit, but Kylie Jenner had this like bathing suit where someone's whole entire vagina was sticking out. I, I highly doubt she was in China sewing the bathing suit. So as a 19 year old right. girl, you know, she's responsible because it's her name on it. But you know, it's her, it's her name and it's her vagina on the line, but it's not technically- her that sewed the bathing suits
3: for sure but wouldn't it be delicious to watch someone like that crumble I mean that's the whole ethos of our society
0: (laughs) exactly you know people would love to see you knocked down
3: people would love I mean I look I have not watched Real Housewives uh in over a decade but when I did watch it even before you were at the height you're at now I remember thinking I remember thinking this woman doesn't belong here I remember watching you and thinking She's a legitimate business mind. Like you happen to be on the show, which is, I get the PR, but I was just like, this is a real person with a real brain. Not your husband's money, making a lotion company, not a fake fashion show. (laughs) And I always, and then you'd say stuff. I don't, this is from forever ago. And I feel weird to bring up, but there was something, you were on a trip, one of those like forced work trips they make you go on with these other women and everyone wears espadrilles and someone was tired and you just went like, then go to
0: sleep. Oh, the Kelly go to sleep. That's an iconic scene. As a New York hearted person.
3: It's like that thing where you're like, you don't like
0: something then fucking fix it.
3: Like stop (laughs) making this identity. And I was reminded of go to sleep when I had my baby, we weren't giving her, I don't know. She's in the other room. She's with the nanny and she's crying. And my mom comes out of the guest room. She goes, give her a pacifier.
0: And and I'm like, do we? I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> that's really funny up, oh right. my god well you're very f- interesting and really nice to talk to like, were you about funny. to like, say could... funny
3: and then you said interesting
0: no because we know you're funny and that's All like right. someone saying to like angelina jolie you're pretty like we know like yeah. you know what i mean we you know. are you know, I mean, you're not just a funny face thank you and not, <laughs> you're not at least just today. another funny face
6: thank
0: you <laughs> no you are you haven't you know you have a strong perspective and i did not know we'd agree on so many things and things you said i, I mean, did I literally said I, knew. Okay. I know you. All right. Well, I say it's a fucking scam every day, all day. And I'm going to send you scams because it's a scam. Okay. Um, but hopefully you don't think this podcast is a scam because it's literally a garage band that for the first year I was, I didn't make a dollar. I didn't even know, understand the, the medium, but uh, I, I love doing this. So you were really fun. Thank you for having me. And I will send you a copy of all things aside. Yeah. I was going to, there's only one question that I ask everyone. What's your rose and your thorn of your career?
3: oh my god um there's there's <laughs> more roses than thorns and even the thorns like air like travel you learn to appreciate because it's good to get your blood circulating when it pricks you I think the rose is of the many roses I will say this one being able from your brain to come up with something that turns into a currency like be, we have a house I have had houses because of a joke about a goblin that I thought of you know wow. like It's not, I didn't make something physically. Like it was just a funny thought I had, a funny Mm -hmm. turd that I polished. Um, And taking that and being able to travel the world, like I'm about to go on my second Asia tour. So walking into a room in like Kuala Lumpur and all these Asians and hijabs are looking at you and they are laughing at your jokes and we are not from the same world. It is the most gratifying thing. And so within that, Having a context for my country, because we are so divided and it is so easy where you live to write off the rest of the country as fully insane. To mm-hmm. get to see the country, have an understanding of what people go through and to realize there are good people everywhere and not everybody looks the same and we all, it's not as simple as the news would make it. So I, I still do love America, even though we are a little battered and beaten. And so getting that working context for my country and an actual knowledge versus just the bubble that I live right. in. I That's love that. Nice. And nice. the thorn is having to, the fact that somebody put, had a liquid bomb 20 years ago and we still have to, we still can't take liquids on planes. The thorn is other people's rules.
0: <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. And my rose is that you have a seahorse. You'll always have a seahorse behind you on this podcast at this today. rental
3: property in yeah, yeah,
0: Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you. Eliza. Dude, we got, we got your book. We got it all in, but, um, I appreciate it. Thanks Bethany. This was great. Awesome. Appreciate it. Be amazing. Have a good day. So Puerto Rico is a beautiful place. It's a lush Island. It's great for surfing. It's got a culture. Like you feel like you've really gone somewhere far and you don't need a passport, which honestly I do really enjoy. It's a beautiful island. The people are amazing. The food is amazing. The water, the beaches, the vibe. It's a great place. It really is. In Puerto Rico, you'll taste the influence of Spanish, African, and native Taino traditions, sometimes all in the same dish. Puerto Rican chefs and restaurants put their passion into every bite. Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at Rico.com.
6: Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com, that's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you.
0: Thank you.
4: Zumo Zumo Play.